0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone?
2: Luckily, with 24/7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person.
6: It is the I Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there wherever there may be. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Now, this is a trash talking Tuesday. So at the uh, in about 35 minutes, you can call in. Trash anyone or anything in the world of sports. You've got about 30 to 40 seconds to do so. So get your takes ready and come correct. So, Rob, who are you trashing today? You know, what? I'm still
2: Chris. I don't want to keep do it, saying it over and over, but I, I think people really, really, really missed the boat on the Joker. I just I cannot get over how many and people just and we'll get into it later I think Chris. Aren't we talking about the analytics part of basketball or whatever? Um uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I don't want to yeah, get into yeah. yeah. So so uh But you people, basically want to trash the voters? Yeah, the I MVP thought they got voters? yeah, the MVP voters. They got it wrong. So got you think it, he should have won? I think he should
6: have won, and a lot of people But were, you weren't saying that before the— No,
2: I, I said—but I, I'm off. not saying, like, he should have won by a landslide. But I'm just thinking that more and more I feel like there was an anti-vote against him, not not just— uh and was way better, and that's why it was a landslide. It was an anti vote That's just my gut i can't I don't know what the voters are saying, Chris. I haven't talked to a hundred voters to say right. why, but that's just my gut feeling is that there was an anti vote for him. That's all
6: well, remember, I mean you I think you're basing that on two guys, Kendrick Perkins, who kind of made it about race, and Kendrick's a friend of both of ours, but he just came out and said, Look the You know, Joker Joker only averaged 24 points a game. And that, look, for those, and I voted for Embiid. Um, I thought Embiid, Giannis, who was my second place, and Jokic, who was third, I thought they all were very close. And you could argue for either guy based on varying things. I mean, Giannis was without his second-best player for most of the season, and they had the best record in the league. And obviously, his numbers were splendid. Uh, Embiid led the league in scoring. Uh, led Philadelphia to a great record, a better record than Denver had. Was great defensively. Like, you know, and then Jokic of course analytically was off the charts. But again, 24 points a game. So it's not like, you know, he was destroying people, you know, offensively just scoring. Yeah, but so it's I not just offense,
2: though. No, you know what I know. I mean, well,
6: right? he wasn't certainly wasn't doing it defensively. No, he's but he also, had, defensive he also had he also had the assists that that were high. Right, and but you, he's an offense. He's an inferior. Well, you brought up scoring offense. So yeah, I said no, he's just, an I'm inferior just, defensive right. player to Embiid and Yaz. My point is this: the, the two people came out. I guess Perkins came out and kind of made it about race. Mark Jackson left him off his ballot. Mark says accidentally. I'll, I'll take him for his word, um, but that was was there one more? You you brought up another person, I think, or is it just those? No, the, no, those were just the two. Okay, that, but, but that's but what I'm. Saying, that's only yeah. two people. Yeah. So it's like you said, it's a hundred voters, and I didn't have anything personally against Jokic. I voted for him before to be an MVP. And so I, I just I'm just saying you can't just be careful basing that off of I, I didn't say one I just, or two
2: people. I'm just saying I said that's a just a gut feeling. I don't have any hard evidence. I haven't talked to voters. That's just a gut feeling I have that there was an anti vote, not so much that they were in love with Embiid, but that they just. And Embiid had never won it, and Jokic had won it twice. He hadn't done that much postseason-wise. And people are taking – and I know it's not supposed to count, Chris, but it's like we're giving a guy who hasn't never won a championship, never been to an NBA final – forget about winning – three MVPs in a row? You know what I mean? Like he hadn't even been to one. So I think that there was some of that there. That's just a gut feeling. But that's
6: a voter's right. There's no, no I'm criteria. Not the I, don't it. Right. I, I don't have a vote. I don't right. have a vote. I'm – but I And just it's not can like the NBA gives you a criteria no. and says, this is what you vote according to. I get it. I so get it because I've had people, that. Like, for me, I, I do. I mean, one of my criteria is historical precedent. And, I, if, and, and that could mean various things. But the fact that I, I was, I did part of my thinking, not the main thing, I've shared my main reasons for voting for Embiid, who was better in the clutch, who was better defensively, who scored more, who got to the foul line more, who hit his free throws, not more because Jokic is a good free throw shooter too, but just as well. Um, you know, all of that, there were a lot of reasons to vote for Embiid. Um, but also the factor of, look, if you're going to get a third straight and join Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, and Larry Bird, you, you need to be head and shoulders above the other two. And I thought it was close. All, of, all three of them were very close. Um, but you said you believe Rob it was a victory, and let's stay here um, for the analytics crowd. You want to expand on that? Yeah,
2: I just think that there are people who are like, "Oh, I don't care what the analytics say. I'm just going to go." And you know, I'm not a huge analytics guy, so I don't want to sit here and and act like I am. But the numbers they they bore, they they bore out, Chris. Like what you were what you were looking analytically did wind up lining up with Jokic, that he had that kind of impact. And he is a winner. And it ain't just about stuffing uh, your box scores and and getting meaningless uh, assist or, you know what I mean, or handing the ball off to Jamal Murray and, and getting an assist for it and all the other stuff that I heard people talk about. All I'm saying is now it's different, Chris, if you have the best analytic player – was Russell Westbrook. And I'm not picking on him. I'm just using his name, okay? Right. Say, st- statistically, he had the be- he was the best uh, in analytics. But you would say, but he didn't have an impact on winning. His teams didn't win. Then you could kind of dismiss it. But now when you're looking at it and say, Jokic and Rob G, stop me if I'm wrong, he had the best analytic numbers when you put them all together, Chris, this past season, and then he goes on to, to do things that nobody had ever done in the NBA, points, assists, and all these other things in, in, a, in a playoff run, and then win a championship. I'm, I think that it's, it, it makes the analytical people who are pushing the analytics go, see, this is what we were telling you. This guy, these analytics, these numbers, they matter, and they do translate to winning. And they do, they do. And I just feel like if you're in the front office of an analytics, Chris, in that department, you, you champion what he just did because this is what they've been talking about.
6: But has anybody ever said that analytics aren't accurate? I mean, who, who, who's running around saying that? Some people are like I'm
2: about the eye test. I don't care. I'm like I'm like I'm not. I well, can't yeah, give a, it's but it's some a mix. people are like I, about the eye test only, and they don't care about what. Who's only about?
6: I, I, I've never heard anybody heard, say. I'm just talking about people aren't legitimate.
2: Aren't. Not, now, nobody, I, I, I didn't I, say I that they say, are legitimate at all, but they don't mean that they follow them or they they use them as a Bible. I'm just
6: saying. Well, who should you shouldn't use them as a Bible? Well, I don't some, care what Jokic just did. You shouldn't front, use them as a Bible. Some front office because I can point to a, a year where. They, analytics said this or that and it didn't pan out Chris the Los Angeles Dodgers and this, I know it's not basketball they
2: believed in analytics when they went up to Boston and took all their home run hitters out right. of the lineup because the analytics said so I or mean when that's they against took, your argument you no, know no I'm just saying but you
6: asking me who who some people are into the analytics oh, no matter okay. what, is okay, what that was that, my point right but point. right but that seems to be the guy the group you're defending you seem no, to be saying, saying this is this is evidence that all the the guys that go strictly by analytics, this is evidence that they're right. I don't not know what I anybody said. that You're would listen- say analytics aren't part of the equation. And for the for the record, Jokic, one of the main analytical numbers, I mean it's PER player efficiency rating. Jokic 31.5, MB 31.4 this year. So, I mean, it, there's that big of a difference between that and it no, flame. out in the number, playoffs.
2: Rob G., what was the other number you gave me before? Not today. Like, wasn't there some I other... I mean, there's, there,
6: there's plenty there's some of analytical other numbers, right? numbers, but one that a lot of people go by is PER. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying is that those almost identical. And, and yet one guy was phenomenal in the playoffs and another flamed out in the second round.
2: Yeah. My point is that those analytical people like have to feel better as what I'm saying. If Jokic flamed out with all that and he was trying to win a third straight, then you would go, but this, but it doesn't translate into anything. That's all I'm saying, whether I'm into analytics or not, if I'm in an analytical front office or, or a part of that, I'm just saying I have to feel better to see that one guy who's really
6: good in analytics, Went out and won. That's all I'm saying. I'm, well, I'm not. Why can't I say? Why can't? Well, first of all, it's not the first time that's happened. Giannis is an analytic king too. Yeah, but not at <laughs> not. But not not with the records that this guy broke
2: and the stuff well, he that broke he did. The Giannis didn't in the do playoff. any of that.
6: Giannis was phenomenal in the finals.
2: Yeah, Remember but I'm that? talking about 50 yeah, I, points.
6: I, I, Remember how great he was? And 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 I could. And I'm not bashing the analytics. I'm just saying I don't I don't think I don't understand your point because I Yo, you're not I listening. you listening. I am listening. I okay, am let listening. me let me let me can, but let me finish. I've been listening to you. I can also sit here and say that Joel Embiid was excellent analytically too and he flamed out not only as a team individually in the second round of the playoffs.
2: Okay. I think when people look at him they think of Jokic Moore as an analytics darling that those people not not Joe L M B Chris no matter what the numbers are. Joker had a higher win shares, P E R and Box Plus PR Minus. Okay, by a
6: tenth of a point. Okay?
2: Uh, but he had a higher one in all of those. And I think if you were to ask anybody, who's the analytical darling to most of the, the stat geeks in basketball, it wouldn't be Embiid that they talk about. They would talk about Jokic. And that's all I'm saying is that those people could feel better about that they have a place in the NBA, that what they're talking about
6: works. I'm talking about those people. Not you don't that have you have to, to be, buy into it. You don't have to be an analytics head to see that Jokic is, is great. He averaged almost a triple double. That's not, and that, those are traditional stats. 63% from the field, traditional and got, stats. And he got oh, no, 15 no, I, votes for the Hall of Fame. I've votes been listening for to you. i 63% shooting from the field, traditional stat. 38% from three, traditional stat. from the free throw line, 12 rebounds, 9 assists, or almost 10 assists, 9.8, and 24 points. I don't have to just look at his analytical numbers to see that he had a great year. And he got
2: trounced in the MVP vote despite those numbers that you're just talking about. Giannis had a great year, too. Nobody, Giannis wasn't in the competition. Like You're trying to bash voters. No, I'm not. That's all you're trying to do. No, I'm not. I'm just saying to you that there are people— who are fans out there who aren't into the analytics? And now I'm telling you, these people will be more bold about the analytics. They because he bold. He's, you know he's the poster child for analytics. All right, he's the poster child.
6: All right, we got uh, <laughs> the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler says they will win a championship. We'll get into that next. It's Chris and Rob, the couple, Fox Sports Radio.
9: Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. All right, it's
6: the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob live from the tire rack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Now, Rob, Jimmy Butler, look, after just about every loss um, in the Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA Finals, he said they were going to go out and get a win, and obviously it didn't happen. Um, And so after the finals, Rob G, do we have sound of Jimmy Butler? Okay, but Jimmy Butler said he definitely believes that this team, this Miami Heat team, can go out and win a championship. Uh, Rob, I think they need to make some moves. I think they need a talent, uh, an influx of talent. You know, we talked about Gabe Vincent and Max Struess. And Caleb Martin, now Caleb Martin's already been paid and good for him. He deserves it. I think Gabe Vincent and Max Struess showed that they are capable NBA players who should get nice contracts. They'll be free agents this summer, particularly Vincent. I mean, Vincent was was really strong uh, in the playoffs. He struggled in the finals, but he had a, a nice playoff run. Um, but I think they need to go out and get more talent, Rob. Uh, do you think, as constructed, that they should just run it back as they are for the most part, or that they need to make a few moves?
2: I, I don't know how you would run it back. I mean, uh, even without Tyler Hero and him being back healthy next year, they didn't have enough uh, if you want to win a championship. Uh, and I think they got to get a, 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 another star, a star that's probably brighter than Jimmy Butler to me. If Jimmy Butler is your second star, you probably got a great chance to win. But as you as the playoffs went on, he he became less and less effective, and his numbers. Look at his numbers as as, as it went on. There was an early earlier in the rounds. Remember they lost the three straight games to Boston. Turned five for twenty two. Some stinkers in there, Chris. Yeah, I, I just think if you could go get uh you know you could be Pat Riley and. And uh, Eric Spoelstra and act like you guys are doing something if you want and just leave it as is. But ain't no Shaq, ain't no Dwayne Wade, ain't no LeBron coming through that door, and ain't no more hardware coming through that door.
6: Those Just facts. Well, the facts are that Pat Riley, for all his greatness, and we acknowledge he's been great, he's only won it, Rob, with not just stars, all-time elite, Kareem, magic, worthy, Shaq, uh, LeBron, Wade, Bosh. Those are how he's won his championships. As a coach and an executive. So I'm with you. I think they need to go out and make a move. Look, Rob, if I were them, the guy I would be targeting, and I, look, he may not be available. Obviously, they they should have several plans, several options. My first option is I would give it a try, would be to go after Joel Embiid. Now, again, you might say, well, why would Philly trade him? I, I get that. But Embiid would and Butler. What they have that they would want? Well, how about, and this might not be enough, but I'm going to offer you Bam out of Bayou and Tyler Hero. For want MVP? Joel Embiid, Yes. You're not doing are you, are you, it, right? Are, are you throwing in a Liberty
2: Bell, Chris, since you're making I, I a, a concoction you. of a deal that that just doesn't even wash with me?
6: All right. I get it. I wouldn't do it either if I'm Philly. Okay. Um, I'd love to do it if I'm Miami. Now, what about this? Carrie Kittles brought up Anthony Davis. Same deal works. Bam, out of buy you Tyler Hero for Anthony Davis and throw in D'Angelo Russell to make it work financially. What do you think? Um, because AD is injury prone. If you're, I mean, again, I, me, Rob. If I'm the Lakers, I'm not doing it. I'm just saying, if I'm the Heat, I'm going big game. Hunting. If you're the you Heat, would you want Anthony Davis? Of course you would. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was gonna say I would do it because I, I just think but there's I don't, a ceiling. I don't see the Rob, Lakers doing that, right? There's a let bring in Rob G. Rob G. You're the resident Lakers fan. Lakers home. That, does that appeal to you at all, Bam and Tyler Hero?
10: Uh, for AD? The only way it would is if AD doesn't want to sign his extension this summer.
6: Oh, I think he wants to. I think he does too.
10: But uh, uh, oh, that's the only scenario where I would say I would, I would take that because— um,
2: Who was he, Juan Soto? I mean, yeah. people, come on. No, are I, you crazy? <laughs> I, I, I subscribe
10: to the, uh, to the Jerry Buss line of thinking where, you know, five gems is not equal to one massive diamond. So I, I think Anthony Davis is the best player, and the other two guys are good. They're very good, but I, I always take the best player for me.
6: Nah, well, I, I agree. I, I Look, if I'm the Lakers or the Sixers, I would not do that. But I'm just – I think that's the thinking. I, I'm at least making a call, though. I'm making a call. I don't think either team would do it, but I'm making a call. But that's the type of big game, honey. Now, Damian Lillard, you know, Rob, he's out there. He has said Miami be a place he'd want to go. But I just don't think Tyler Hero as the centerpiece, because Bam is Dame's boy. That Dame told us that. He's obvious. They obviously want to keep Jimmy Butler. Like they want to add Dame. To yeah, but their you can't do it. No, without, right? without I, giving
2: up something. I mean, I like, don't think so. I'm with you. Like, like, oh, of course. Yeah. Can we add him and not get rid of anybody? Uh, really? I don't know what kind of trade. That's not. A, that doesn't sound like a trade to me. <laughs> that sounds like a, a a wish list. A gift. Right. A that's gift. what that would be.
6: Right. Right. Now I'm with you. But they. The bottom line is we both agree. They need to go get. A more talent. They need an influx of talent. All right? Y'all got mad because we said they were undrafted. They were. And they played like it in the finals. Many of them. Duncan Robinson actually played pretty well. All right. Uh, Antonio Daniels joining us in a moment. But first, the loquacious.
7: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
6: He is an NBA champion. He knows what that feels like. He's a New Orleans Pelicans TV analyst, Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst, our man Antonio Daniels. What's up, brother? What's happening? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's going on? Uh, Well, we got a new champion. Yeah, I think you picked the Heat, correct, or we're
2: wrong? Who picked the Heat? Oh, you did not. No, I'm, I'm. We always, Chris. We talk to so many people. I'm asking. Right. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm um, seriously.
10: Oh no, 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 no. I picked. I actually picked. Uh, I picked Denver and Sticks. Okay, that that
6: was my pick too. Um, yeah. all right, let's start here. I know I'm start. I'm. I'm going macro before we go micro. But mm-hmm. um, we heard Michael Malone like come out and, 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 oh. and talk about you know repeating on the podium. We're not satisfied with one. I mean, he couldn't wait to get that out. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then in the pre- post-game interview, he said he talked about dynasties. So um, what do you think, I mean, of their chances? Let's just put it that way because I, I I get it that it's premature. But what do you think about of their chances of winning another championship or two?
10: Man, it's crazy because
6: we ain't even 24 hours outside right. of them winning the championship. And, we're and talking they about brought it next. up, Antonio. This isn't me.
10: Okay, here's my thing. And maybe this is wrong for me to think. But it's not a reflection on Denver as much as it's my thought process on some of the other teams in the Western Conference. Um, I feel like Phoenix will be better, right? When Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, uh, depending on what they decide to do with DeAndre Aiden, and you add some pieces around those guys, and they have an entire training camp together, an entire preseason together, as opposed to the end of February, March, and then going into the playoffs in April, I feel like Phoenix will be better. There are certain teams I feel like next year have the potential to be better and to truly challenge the Denver team. I don't think anybody's wrong for saying they feel like Denver can repeat. I just feel like some of these teams in the Western Conference obviously help include it, which is huge. There's still so much that still has to happen from now until the start of next season.
6: Yeah, that, right. Because I, I wonder what changes Golden State's going to make. As you right. said, Phoenix, do the Lakers add anything? It, it's gonna, I would expect it Where, to be a, a busy Paul offseason. Right. Right. Where's Chris Paul right. going?
2: Home, where's dinner, State maybe a
10: show you know what I mean. Like if this is going to be the summer of different guys. Where's DeAndre Ayton going? And when you trade right. DeAndre Ayton, what are you getting back in return? So some of these teams will New Orleans finally enter a season and finish a season healthy. So quickly, quick, teams,
6: yeah, quickly, quickly, Ad. Do you mention DeAndre Ayton? And I get it. He's not Jokic and Bead or Anthony Davis or Giannis, mm-hmm. but. I I would like – I would think they'd give him a shot with the new coach. Now, it might be an offseason. Sit down, talk to him, see if you can get what you want out of him, see if they can mend the fences, whatever the issues are there, and and mm-hmm. give him a shot. Or do you, th- you think that they should try to give it a shot with him or just move him? Because that seems to
10: be what? the what? Really no. thought that they got to move him. Okay, here's my issue with DeAndre Aiden. And it's not even with DeAndre Aiden, It's the way that DeAndre Ayton's being used. What I think people forget is DeAndre Ayton is not a mid to late first-round pick. He's the first overall pick in the draft, right? And he's the first overall pick in the draft. And look at some of the other guys that were drafted with him. They actually are the faces of their particular franchises. DeAndre Ayton's right now with the Phoenix Suns. He is not Batman. He's not Robin. Sometimes he's not even Alfred. Oh wow! <laughs> I was going right. to say the commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Right, all right. <laughs> right. So, so think about that. And this is the first overall pick in the draft. Do I feel like DeAndre Ayton is a 2010 guy? I do, but maybe he's not that guy in Phoenix. We've seen so many guys in different situations and scenarios. Now I wouldn't say struggle, but not be the best version of themselves, and then go elsewhere and then become perennial all stars. Maybe right. it's a change of scenery that's needed. Let's let's go to
2: Miami, and I know people talk, and, and Antonio, culture is important, changing the culture and all this, and everybody, you know, when, when Miami got to the finals and they won one game, game two, oh, Pat Riley, and what? you if you don't do it their way, they're going to run you out of Miami, and Eric Spolster is a genius and all this, but the bottom line still comes down to talent, and they don't have enough of it, So does that negate culture or is too much made of culture if you don't have talented players to be able to win? Because when Pat Riley's won all these championships, go look at the star-studded roster that he's had, the Showtime Lakers, Shaq, Dwayne Wade, LeBron, Chris Bosh, you know, Dwayne Wade. Those are the times he won championships. He's won it with
10: superstars, absolutely. Right. But, but okay. With all that being said, uh, Rob, I think first and foremost, like, there's everybody's standard isn't the same. So with the way that this Miami Heat team is constructed, if you were to look at this team two months ago and told them at that time, if you make it to the NBA Finals and you move to the Denver Nuggets, would this be an unsuccessful season or would you consider it a successful season? Yeah, I
2: think but, they- but wait, I, I, well, let me just stop because I get uh-huh. that. I, I totally get that. But the goal is to win. You got to the finals. You I, won I, I game two in, in Denver. I, I mean, I mean, it's always nice after the fact, oh, well, nobody would have expected you're an A.C. You weren't supposed to win. But That's that, why there are upsets in sports. That's why people win when they're not supposed to. My only point I'm trying to get to is that they've been to the finals twice with this recipe of not having the stars that you need. And my point is how big is chemistry? If you don't have the star players to perform that, that's all well, I'm trying to you ask can, you.
10: If you were to ask me if I would rather have chemistry versus star power, I would say chemistry and star power will always win over simple chemistry. Always. Oh, wait, because even if you go back to the bubble, the fact that they had LeBron James and Anthony Davis is what got them over the hump. And as much as I love Jimmy Butler, and I have been saying this from day one on our radio show about Miami, I think people have, um, they're putting Jimmy Butler in a tier that he has not yet reached yet. Yep. Right. Right? After after the, the Milwaukee series, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, he's a superstar. And from what I've been told, there's nothing above a superstar. So you can't sit there and tell me that Jimmy Butler's on the same tier as Steph Curry and LeBron James right. and Giannis Antetokounmpo right. and Nikola Jokic because right. the narratives around these guys change from series to series because then he becomes a superstar, and now in the finals, oh, you know what, maybe he's not a superstar. Maybe he's simply a star. Like, no, Jimmy Butler is who Jimmy Butler's always been. Here's my thing about the Monday. Heat. Yeah, culture can be in place, and culture can be there, Talent has to be there, too, though. It's a given. Talent has to be there. I love Eric Smolster. I love the way he coaches. I love the fact that he puts undrafted players, second-round picks. It gives them confidence. It gives them an opportunity to be the best version of themselves. But when you look at what Denver had with Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, that fact that Miami simply had culture wasn't going to be enough to get them past that star power in Denver.
6: Uh, Antonio, we got about a minute or so for your answer, you faced Shaq at his mm-hmm. best. You played with Tim Duncan, you know, I mean he was awesome. Um, how do you think Jokic would have fared against those guys?
10: You know what's different? I think when you start talking about taking a guy out of a generation into another generation, the question I would ask you, Rob, are, are the rules coming with it? Because that matters. Right When you take a guy, if you take Shaquille O'Neal when he was with L.A., and you take him with Orlando, or you take taking Tim Duncan in 1999 or 2000 or 2001, that's 20-plus years ago are the rules coming with him if we're going to match these two up together. Because we're talking about a completely different game, a completely different form of physicality. Yeah, it would have been interesting. I mean,
6: obviously, Jokic would have taken them outside – um, I, I look. I think he would have done well, and I think they would have done well against him. Well, you know, for me, I just don't. I don't think.
10: In, in, with all due respect, Shaquille O'Neal's a different animal. Shaquille, like, if you're if you're asking Nikola Jokic to guard Shaquille O'Neal, as in the in the words of Shaquille O'Neal, that's barbecue chicken, right? People don't understand how truly dominant that man was. Don't don't let the out of out of sight, out of mind thing fool you when you're talking about Shaq when you're talking about guys like Tim Duncan. I love Nikola Jokic. He is so incredibly skilled. But when we're talking about the physicality along with the mindset, the mentality, all these uh, the footwork, all these things that these guys had, and I'm not taking anything away from Nikola Jokic, but Lord have mercy, when you're talking about Tim Duncan and Shaquille O'Neal, that's a completely different tier that we're referencing. All, all right. right. That is our man Antonio Daniels. Great
6: stuff, brother. Appreciate Enjoy you. Enjoy the so appreciate you guys. Yes. All right, it's Trash Talking Tuesday, 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to trash anyone or anything in the world of sports.
7: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts
8: Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. All
6: right, we're live from the rack.com studios. Guess what? It's time for you to shine. Trash Talking Tuesday is now.
7: Don't you ever talk about me. It's, 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 it's Trash Talking
9: Tuesday. It's your teeth, Reggie. I don't know whether to smile at you or kick a field goal, man.
2: All right, here we go, man. Let's do it, Uh, Trash Talking Tuesday. Let's kick it off with Ken in Stockton, California. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Ken, who you trashing?
10: Herb, uh, Denver, management, and all this media thinking and saying dynasty for the Nuggets, thinking repeat. Well, you know what? Enjoy your uh, one-time title. And we we'll at least wait until the parade to even start talking that. I'm out.
6: This grown old Lakers fan.
2: I know. He's mad. I, I hear him. It is a little be, premature. If
6: I remember correctly.
2: But it is, Chris. It's just, it ain't even 24 hours. Like, it's barely. The the trophy's still man. warm, you know, from so many people touching <laughs> it. Uh, Sean, in Sacramento, you're on the Odd uh, Couple Fox Sports Radio. Who you
10: trashing, Sean? Yo, my uncle's from another mother. My brother's behind the board. I got to call in, man, because in hour one, Craig from Losersville, California, USA called in again. Talking crazy, getting dumped by the best, best freaking uh DJ of all time, Tysher, thank goodness for him. But if you're gonna call into the show, ladies and gentlemen, let me give you a couple of ground rules. You have a hot take, example one, see Marcus Sacramento. You have a little swag, example two, see my man Marty in freaking Kentucky. And you got to be chill and be down with the fellas. See, Chili, Tim, and Atlanta. It's, just, it's real simple, people. Don't call <laughs> up to the show talking crazy. Don't call on the show for a little bit of clout because you're going to get dumped. That's all I got. And if you need more, visit MLBBro.com for all your coverage. Wow. No
2: doubt. Well My done, Sean. Well, well, well done. And a nice plug for MLBBro.com. Don't forget. Yes. David Justice, baseball justice, Chris, coming up today, right? On the show. Oh, is it? Okay, yes. great. Uh, let's go to Gary in Houston. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. It's called the Rundown we have. I oh, know. Gary, who Indeed. are you trashing?
10: <laughs> John Moran. Get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. It won't be long before you're in a Ooh. starting point guard for the Wong Dong Tigers. All that money, all that talent, <laughs> and no class. Nothing in the head.
2: My wow. goodness gracious. I didn't know there was a team. I'm not even going to repeat. Well, that'll be that coming team. down soon, Rob. Is it a year, Chris? I heard people are speculating it's a year.
6: Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Wow, it was a year. Woo. Right? That'd be a lot. It so uh, you didn't do, you got tra- you Yeah, you I, got remember, I already talk? talked
2: about it. I just about the people and Giannis or whatever. Uh, Rob G, you got one? Rob was in Vegas. He's always got a little hot take. I mean, I was reading some people. They were into Rob G now. You know, they want him. Oh, really? they want us to take more time off. I was reading some comments. They were well, like, "Well, Rob
6: G did bring the heat when you were gone." Uh-huh. You know,
2: Rob. G I wasn't did. gonna
6: say anything, but he did. Hey, you know what? If you
2: want to replace me with Rob G, I'm all for it. It's all good. Make no, it can happen.
10: Off, but right? Rob still wants his, his salary. If that right. Happens. So you're you're going right you ain't all bored. Don't
6: be up in here lying. There you
2: go. Hey, Rob <laughs> G., you you
10: know who you're talking That's to, right? That's right. It's my guy, Rob Parker. Well, we got more, though. Um, an oldie but a goodie. Very quickly, Mace is in San Diego. Okay. Mace, who you trashing?
1: Oh. Justin Herbert, a.k.a. Justin Sherbert. I freaking hate this guy who looks like he always wants to cry with his stupid little poopy face. However, I primarily hate this crybaby for being associated with that garbage organization that I hate. The Los Angeles Chokers, which makes you guilty by association. I hate the Chokers with every microscopical fiber in my being. Since their Viagra-popping degenerative owner, Dean Spanos took them from my city. I have detested, loathed, despised, and execrated that organization. I experience pure ecstasy every single time this garbage team loses. Have fun wasting your career with that loser organization. You play for the worst owner in sports. Dean Spanels fired Marty Schottenheimer after going 14-2 in 2006 to subsequently hire that loser, North Turner, but somehow retain that putz, Brandon Staley, after blowing a 27-point lead to the Jacks-No Jaguars in the playoffs last year. Evidently, the doctor dropped Dean on his head when he was a baby. Way to go, weenie-deenie. If you have any dignity, you'll leave that toxic, clown show an organization because what Dean Spanels is doing to you right now is what Ice Cube described in the famous 1991 song, No Vaseline. Oh, God. 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 He, um, Mace. Hey, Rob,
6: that is the most recent. I know. I was shocked uh, that it was somebody. He's trash. Yeah.
2: You know, but uh, I think Mace was just, I think he maced somebody with that take.
6: I mean, wow, that was hot. Yeah, Mace brought the fire. All right, uh, Alex, you trashing anybody? I'm trashing no none
7: other than Rob Parker for being the hardest-working person in America and taking Monday off. How dare you, Rob?
6: I know, right? I have some. Taking Monday, yeah. Why is that, Rob? Why? I'm I working. can't help it. I'm working hard. It's on It's Juneteenth, Chris. They, you they should be can't, taking, all right, taking it off. Power left. Lock it. Odd Couple. The best athletes don't just play the game; they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get
4: started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io.